Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Choosy Money Podcast. My name is Tara, and I'm back again for another episode. And let's just jump right into it. Today, I want to do a money update, right? We're first of the year or second month of the year. But to backtrack a little bit, I just kind of want to set the stage for where I'm at for the year, starting the year off. Of course, as you know, I have student loans still, right, lingering over my head. And I have not been paying my student loans since they are federal. I had paid a little bit when the pause first started just because I was like, okay, this is a great time for me to pay on my student loans since they got paused because of COVID, but there was no interest accruing and there were no payments actually due. So I said, okay, everything will be going to the principal. So I had started doing that for a couple months and then I was like, hmm. I don't know that I want to continue doing this. And that's because a couple things happen. For one, I do have a rental property and I had a tenant that had stopped paying rent during COVID. So without that rent money coming in, I had to carry the mortgage, right? Like I could afford to carry it. So I wanted to do that instead of trying to put my payments into deferment. So instead of Uh, paying on my student loans. I started putting that money to the side and also paying my mortgage. Two, I also was saving money because I never knew what was going to happen, right? Like even though the student loans were on deferment, anything could have happened with my rental properties, right? I had one tenant that was still paying rent, which was excellent. Like I'm so thankful for that because those tenants paid throughout the whole course of the moratoriums that were put into place where tenants didn't have to pay or not they didn't have to pay, but it was a moratorium where if they didn't pay, you couldn't evict them at the time. This one particular tenant in one of my rental properties, she actually did not pay the whole duration pretty much of COVID. And finally, when the moratorium got lifted, I was able to uh, go ahead and pretty much evict her. And I did end up getting my money back, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother episode. But that goes to speak to why I didn't pay much on my student loans. Let's get into the numbers, right? So my student loan payment is, uh, my balance is $47,977.38. And I only paid off in the year of 2022, I only was able to pay off $1,950.72. So not too much, right? A little less than $2,000. I wish I could have done more, but I'm kind of glad that I didn't because I was able to save a lot of money in addition to keeping up with my mortgage payments and not being deferred or late on those. So that kind of To me, it kind of balanced out. So another reason why I didn't pay also is because I didn't know what was going to go on with the student loan forgiveness. So my loans are federal. I was able to apply for the student loan forgiveness program um, that they had going, which was the $20,000 or the $10,000 in forgiveness. Luckily, because of... I think they based it off of like the last two years of taxes. You had to qualify at a certain adjusted gross income. And one year I ended up qualifying. I did apply for the forgiveness and I do qualify for 10000 to be forgiven. However, um, as we all know, that's currently being debated and it's going through a court uh, battle. So they are supposed to start the trial or hearing the case rather. 
um, the end of February. I think I saw February 28th in some articles and on the news. So hopefully that will be a positive thing to come out of that. I had also been trying to pay off one of my rental properties. The balance left on my rental property that I'm trying to pay off is $22,068.24. So this year I did end up, or 2022 rather, I did end up paying a little bit on it. I didn't pay much once again, um, cause this was the particular property that didn't have paying tenants. So I was uh, able to pay off $2,906.47 towards the principal. My total debt balance that I have left just for my student loans and one rental property is $70,045.62. So I do have another rental property. I don't include that in currently into this statistic because I'm not focusing on paying that off early. I have been very fortunate to have consistent income in that particular property. And so I pretty much just let it pay for itself. It's not something that I have to like think about every month or like put money towards. Like I don't have to pretty much do anything with that one. So I've been very fortunate with that. So I'm trying to focus on getting rid of one rental property payment. Those are the two that's high on the priority list. Year to date. So my debt free journey, me trying to pay off all of my debt, be debt free um, of all consumer debt, right? Started in January of 2017. And year to date, I have paid off $147,781.98. And let me see. Okay, so my debt-free journey started in <clears throat> January of 2017, trying to pay off all of my consumer debt, trying to pretty much be debt-free, right? No payments other than like the current shelter, day-to-day -day bills, utilities, um, you know, those types of things. But any type of consumer debt, I was trying to get debt-free. So I started, um, I started with, let me see. Okay, so <clears throat> I started um, trying to pay off all of my consumer debt or my debt-free journey rather started. So my debt-free journey started in January of 2017. Um, I started trying to pay off all of my consumer debt, all of the debt that I had. I wanted to be 100% debt-free, right? Of course, life happened. COVID came, you know, all the things of life, ups and downs of life come <clears throat> and Sometimes your goals and the path is not always a straight from A to B finishing, begin to finish, right? My starting debt of everything that I had, just to kind of recap, I started out with a total of $169,668.44 of debt. And currently year to date, so at the end of the year of 2022, December 31st of 2022, I have currently paid off a total of 
$781.98. Now that $169,686, that did not include the one rental property that I'm currently trying to pay off. So the number's a little off in that regard, but currently with what I'm trying to focus on paying down and paying off this particular year would be my one rental pro one one of my rental properties and my student loans. So that leaves me with a balance of $70,045.62 is the debt that I have remaining um, that I would love to try to pay down a lot of this year. That's uh, one of my goals. So my main goal, I definitely want to pay off my rental property just because I just want to be done with it. Like I'm tired. You know, I know people say, oh, let the rent pay the mortgage, this, that, and the third, you know, and I can understand that. And whatever works for people works for people. You know, you have to come up with your best money decisions for yourself, right? Like you have to be choosy with your money just as I'm going to be choosy with my money. Yes, I will have tenants. Yes, they will pay their rent, right? But, you know, I can look at it two ways. You can either let the tenant pay off the mortgage, which is the optimal thing. Or if you decide to pay it off early, then you can put that mortgage money to something else, whether that's reinvesting it into something else, paying off some other bills. You know, if I am able to pay off my mortgage, I can, you know, build up my reserve for incidentals with this particular house that may come not may that will come right in the future and in my mind I want to use that money to further pay off my student loans a lot quicker right so that's my number one goal for the year is to pay off my one uh, this particular rental pro rental property my second goal is to get my student loans below $20,000. Like I said earlier, I did apply for the student loan forgiveness and I did qualify for some type of forgiveness, which it should be the 10,000. I got the letter and everything right in the email. And then I got the revoked <laughs> letter follow-up email. Like, ah, oh, we made a mistake. Like, you know, we're going to court, but you would have qualified. You would have been forgiven for 10,000, but not just yet, right? So we'll see how that turns out. But either way it goes, whether I do get the 10,000, whether this goes through or it doesn't go through, it's not going to change my plans. You know, it'll be great, but it's not going to change my goal. And my goal is to get my student loans <clears throat> less than $20,000 this year. So I think that's pretty much doable from 47,000 to 20,000. It's not too bad. You know, I just kind of have to make a budget, stick with it, and focus on my goals. So I definitely feel like that's doable. I have decided on three ways that I'm going to be choosy with my money this year. I'm definitely going to be choosy with investing. I'm currently investing 12% in my TSP, and that's without the match. So I'm definitely being choosy about investing for my future, right? Because uh, I don't want to work forever. And when I do retire, I would love to have money to be able to have and spend and enjoy. And second way I'm being choosy is I'm participating in some savings challenges this year. So me and my sisters are, you know, we always kind of do different challenges at the beginning of the year. So we'll see how that goes. Um, hopefully it will go well. It's kind of hard. Um, I carry cash, but... Sometimes I don't usually like, I'm not diligent about putting it away, I guess. Like if I have it left over, I just kind of like hold on to it and then forget about it. And so we'll see how that goes. 
The third way that I'm going to be choosy is I want to invest in my mental, physical, and emotional health because I feel like those are very important um, aspects that every person should invest time, effort, and money into. You know, if you're not mentally good or emotionally good, um, usually it leads to bad decisions with money, right? Not always, but that can be a byproduct, making bad decisions and choices with money when you aren't mentally and emotionally well. So just investing in those three aspects, mental, physical, and emotional health. So that's definitely what I'm looking for too. And I hope that you guys have found different ways that you want to be choosy this year not just with your money, but have that on your list, but definitely be choosy with yourself, choosy with your decisions about your own life, about the things that you want to do, your goals, whatever it is, be choosy about it because you are important and you deserve to have all the things that you want, that you desire, and that, you know, that life has to offer. So wish me luck on my goals. I hope that, you know, I, hit hit the ones that I'm trying to focus on, especially when it comes to, you know, I have other goals, but to keep it money centered, I, you know, just share the monetary goals that I have. So um, definitely want to get out of debt. I'm tired of carrying this baggage around and I'm just ready to move on to the next phase of like enjoying life without that monthly payment of this. And the monthly payment of that and the number is so big that it doesn't feel like it's going to work. Like I'm over that, right? So I hope you guys have had a great week. I hope that the year is off to a great start for you all. And if you haven't had a chance to sit down and think about the things that you want to accomplish this year or the, the goals that you have or, you know, just ways that you want to get better, like as a person, I encourage you all to take the time out, you know, Think about it, write it down. If you don't write it down, you know, just think about it. Have those, start those thoughts of things that you can do to get better and things that you can do to improve your financial situation. And always be safe, be you, and always be. (laughs) 